What's up, family? Welcome back. Good morning. This is another Wednesday morning where I teach you what the Bible says about money. Today's episode is Bible secrets that will make you a millionaire. I didn't say a thousandaire, not a hundredaire, not a six-figureaire. I'm talking seven figures. These are the tips, secrets, and keys that are found in the Bible that will turn you into a millionaire. You might be in debt right now, but it'll make you a millionaire. And I'm going to show you specific people in the Bible that went from being distressed, discontent, and in debt to becoming millionaires by applying these tricks. And if it worked for them, it'll work for you. The Bible says God is no respecter of persons. God doesn't show favoritism. What God did for these people, God will do for you. So as you're jumping on, give this video a thumbs up right now, share it with somebody, and type in the comments where you're watching from. Hello, Turner. Steve, good morning. Random Goth, good morning. Erica, good morning. Kipper, good morning. It's good to see everybody on today. Mercy's in Pennsylvania. Mercy, I'm very excited to see you for three days of glory. I'm happy you're here today. For people that are new to the channel or you've never seen me before, every Wednesday morning at 11.30 a.m., I teach you what the Bible says about money. A lot of people don't like to talk about money or the only scripture that they'll tell you is that the love of money is the root of all evil. That's great. I teach you how not to be in love with money, but how to make money uh, lucrative in your hands. My pastor says it this way. Money is not your master. You master money. So that's what I teach you here, Wednesday mornings. Dan Hill, good morning. Armando, good morning. Kipper's in New York, Germany, Texas. I love it. Go with me in your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter. Type in the comments for me as well. I'll never be broke another day of my life. I will never be broke another day of my life. And if you don't like talking about money, you might as well leave this channel right now. Because we're going to talk about it every week. And the thing is, is when I see people get mad about me talking about money, it makes me want to talk about it more. So, pick your poison. Praise the Lord. Morning, Colton. Amber, good morning. All right. 1 Samuel chapter 22. When I got revelation of this, it changed my life. And I'm on my way to becoming a millionaire. In the spirit, I'm already a millionaire. But I'm well on my way in the natural for that to manifest in my life. I always had a goal growing up to be a millionaire by the age of 30. And that will still happen if it doesn't happen sooner by the grace of God. The Soviet government is joining us this morning. I'm glad you're on here. Thank you for joining us. Let Putin know. That we're preaching the word here. And as you're jumping on, Sherolin, I don't know if that's how you pronounce your name. You said, can I donate to you? Yes, you can. At the end of the live stream. Let's get the word in you first and then you can, you can donate your heart away. All right. 1 Samuel chapter 22. This is a story about a young shepherd boy who got anointed to be a king because he had the right heart. 
If you're there, type amen. Nothing or no one. Verse 1. David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. So David right now is being hunted by King Saul. Saul is jealous of him. Saul was anointed originally but did not fulfill his mission and was not obedient to the Lord. So now God had to go find David, who he already had preparing in the field. He anointed David as a young shepherd boy who was tending to God's sheep. It's a prophetic symbol of a shepherd's heart. God anointed him and now is raising him up under Saul. Saul gets jealous and Saul is coming after David. Listen to this. David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down to him there. They gathered to him, pay attention here, everyone that was distressed and everyone that was in debt and everyone that was discontent. Type this in the comments. Distressed, in debt, and discontent. There's a lot of people that you might be watching right now, either live or watching after this is posted, and you're distressed in life. You've got debt. You're discontent with where you're at right now. That's exactly where these men were. And God brought them to David and used David to bring them out. And I'm going to show you how he did it. So he became captain over them. Now there were with him about 400 men. So there were 400 mighty men with David that he took out of distressed, in-debt, discontentment and turned them into mighty men. And I'm going to show you how he did it. Go with me to 1 Chronicles chapter 29. These are the three things that David taught his mighty men who were distressed, discontent, and in debt. And when they got revelation of these three things, it took them out of being distressed, discontent, and in debt into being multi-millionaires. And it wasn't long. It happened in a few short years, if not a few short months. Watch this. First Chronicles 29, verse 1. King David said to all of the assembly, Solomon, my son, the one whom God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. And the work is great since the palace is not for a man, for the Lord, but for the Lord your God. They're talking about building the temple of God. Verse 2, 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 2. So with all my might, I want you to highlight that in your Bible and underline it. With all my might, I have prepared for the house of my God. Gold for the things of gold, silver for the things of silver, Bronze for the things of bronze, iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, along with onyx stones and stones for setting, stones for ant antimony, multicolored stones, and every precious stone, even alabaster abundance. Moreover, in my devotion, the house of my God, I have offered from my own property. This is out of David's own personal account. Gold, silver, silver which I have, which I give for the house of my God, 
over and above that which I prepared for the holy dwelling place. Type this in the comments. I'm an over and above giver. I don't give the bare minimum. Do you want to know how to grow rich in life? The Bible says in order to receive, one must give. Whatsoever a man sows in this life is what he will reap. If you'll learn how to be an over and above giver, more than just your tithe, being an over and above giver opens up the floodgates of financial prosperity in your life. David said, moreover, I became an over and above giver out of my own personal account. Verse 4, 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and the 7,000 talents of refined silver for overlaying the walls of the house, and of gold for the things of gold, and of silver for the things of silver, even for all the handiwork of the craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate himself today to the Lord? So David, led by example, he first was an over and above giver. And then he looked to his mighty men and said, Now who here will consecrate themselves unto the Lord and become an over and above giver with me? I believe, I don't know the exact number, but I believe in dollars today. Hey, Big Mike, big giver, big liver. That's right. The more you give in life, the bigger your liver will get. So you want to give as much as you can so that you can donate it and sell it on the black market one day. I'm just kidding. Big liver, big giver. So David led by example first. After he led by example, he then went and told his mighty men, I've taken you out of being distressed, in debt, and discontent with life. Now are you going to be a giver? Now how did David pull them out of their situation? I'm going to tell you right now. These are the three things David taught his mighty men that took them out of being distressed, discontent, and in debt. Amber, we're in 1 Chronicles 29. David taught them how to be worshipers, number one. David was a worshiper. He would worship singing in songs and spiritual hymns when he was out tending to the sheep. And he would play for King Saul. David was a worshiper. Remember, he worshiped as the Ark of the Covenant came back into Jerusalem before the Lord. He tore off his kingly robe and danced before everybody as he worshiped the Lord and brought the presence of God back into Jerusalem. He's a worshiper. He taught his people how to worship. Number two, he taught them how to be warriors. When they came to him in the cave of Adullam, he taught his men how to fight and turn them into what we call David's mighty men. First, how to worship. Second, how to be a warrior. David was born a warrior. He believed his covenant with God. When he heard Goliath mocking the armies of Israel, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? A Philistine that has no covenant with the God of the Jews. And he said, surely today the Lord will deliver your head into my hands. So David taught them how to worship the Lord and how to fight for the Lord. And number three, David taught them how to be givers. How to be a worshiper, a warrior, and an over and above 
giver. He led by example. He said, this is how you worship the Lord to get the anointing. This is how you fight for the Lord to grow an influence. God will look to see who fights for him. God will watch to see if you have a fighting spirit. The same way during uh, COVID and lockdowns, God was watching churches. He was watching pastors. He was watching people that were willing to rise up and fight for the word of God and not bow to the Antichrist system. Those that bowed and took the vaccine and followed the mandates and didn't fight for their freedom, that they didn't press to have church and call church essential because it is. Those that didn't stand up, they lost their congregation, they lost their buildings, they lost their church. Those that did stand up, those that did rise up, God blessed them, blessed their ministry. You can block that guy. Blessed their ministry, blessed everything. And now they're experiencing increase. So God wants to see who's a fighter. Somebody type in the comments, I'm a warrior. If you'll go to war for God, God will go to war for you. He said, your enemies will come before you one way, but they will flee from you. He will scatter them from you seven different directions. David said the spirit of faith that was on him made him want to run at a troop and leap over a wall. When you've got a fighting spirit in you, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. It didn't say the kingdom of God. It said the kingdom of the heavens, the heavenly realms. We are seated in heavenly places. In the heavens, there is a constant fight happening. There's a battle going on. Those that have a fighting spirit and they're not going to bow down to religious spirits. They're not going to bow down to Jezebel spirits. They're not going to bow down to the Antichrist spirit. They're not going to bow to a spirit of fear. When God sees that, the Bible says the Lord doesn't give you a spirit of fear. But when you'll fight a spirit of fear, it says he gives you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. God will pour out a blessing on you. And when you learn how to fight for God, God will fight for you. And he'll fight your battles for you. That's what he told Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20. So David taught those men how to be worshipers, how to be warriors, and how to be givers. Let's finish this story. David consecrated himself first and gave $1.5 billion toward God's, out of his own personal treasury, toward the, toward the building of God's house. A lot of people say Jesus was born in a manger, so we're going to have, and it's not bad to do church in a barn like I just came from Iowa with, with Pastor Mike in the comments, and they have church in a, more or less a barn in an event center. There's nothing wrong with starting there. But when people don't have the mindset of making everything the best, having the best equipment, having the best building, having the best seats, having the best everything, David took God's house so seriously and so did Solomon that they literally outlined it with gold. Jesus said, where a man's treasure is, his heart will be also. You prove to God that your heart is with his house by tying your finances to God's house. David tied $1.5 billion out of his own personal treasury to God's house to make it the best, to have the best everything in God's house. That's a big deal. And God blessed him abundantly. Because of that seed, 
You saw what God did with Solomon. God made Solomon the most prosperous man that's ever walked the planet. But watch what David's 40, 400 mighty men do after he leads by example. Verse 6. Then the leaders of the fathers' houses, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the captains of thousands and hundreds, and the officials of the king's workers offered willingly. Everybody offered willingly after they saw David lead by example. Also, they donated to the service of the house of God 5,000 talents of gold and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Whoever had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord in the custody of Jehiel and Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced because they had offered willingly. You got to learn how to dance and rejoice and dance the money in and praise God when you give your offering. For with a whole heart they offered freely to the Lord and King David also rejoiced greatly. Somebody broke it down to see how much each one of those 400 mighty men gave after the total amount was given. And it was somewhere around $50 million a person. They went from being distressed, in debt, and discontent. In debt, they were in debt. That's a net worth of negative. In debt. To being multi-millionaires and able to give $50 million to the house of God. A lot of people will say, I don't really care about money, brother. If you don't care about money, you don't care about influence. Money in this life is influence. Donald Trump doesn't have to be a highly anointed man of God raising people from the dead to have influence. He just has money. So imagine having money in the right hands, a highly anointed man or woman of God that knows how to fast and pray and reads the word and preaches sound doctrine, but also has the money to be influential in the planet. Money is influence. David taught those 400 mighty men how to be worshipers, how to be warriors, and how to be over and above givers. And it brought them out of a distressed life, out of debt, and out of being discontent, and made them multi-millionaires. And what God did for them, God will do for you. Learn how to worship God with your giving. Learn how to fight the good fight of faith every single day. And learn how to be an over and above giver. And watch what God will do. When you build God's house, God will build your house. When you take care of God's people, God will take care of your people. Ephesians 6.8. Go with me. I'll, I'll, I'll read this one verse to you. And then I'm going to pray for you. That God does financial miracles in your life. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8. Look at this. Knowing that whatever good thing any man does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. This, this is going to change somebody's life right now. I want you to get this. Whatever good a man does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. Another way to say it is whatever you make happen for people, God makes happen for you. Whatever, I type this in the comments, whatever I make happen for people, 
God makes happen for me. And I'll even go a little deeper. Whatever I make happen for God's people, God makes happen for me. Now, not necessarily all only God's people. If you feed the poor and they're not God's people, God will still bless you for it. But the Bible says, make sure that we do good, especially to those that are in the household of faith. So whatever you make happen for God's people, God will make happen for you. You build the house of God, God will build your house. You bless God's ministers, God will bless you. You take care of God's people, and God will take care of you. Learn how to be a worshiper, how to be a warrior, and how to be an over and above giver, and God will take you out of a distressed life, out of debt, and he will make sure that you are never discontent another day of your life. Type in the comments one more time. I will never be broke another day in my life. When David taught these mighty men this, it took them from being in debt to being multimillionaires. And if it worked for them, it's going to work for me. And if it's going to work for me, it's going to work for you. I choose to be a multimillionaire. I choose to follow God's way so that I can have more finances for the gospel. And that won't change in Jesus' name. If you receive that and that sounds like you, I want you to say amen in the comments. And I'm going to pray for you real quick. And I want you to stick around because I have an important important announcement at the end. Very quickly, if you've been moved by this and you feel faith inside of you rising up, I want to give you an opportunity to give this morning. Remember, David was a worshiper. He was a warrior and he was an over and above giver. I encourage you this morning to be an over and above giver to the advancement of God's kingdom. We've reached over 300 million people on social media platforms. We're currently feeding 1,500 kids every single month in other countries. We're literally reaching on average over 500,000 people every single day with different social media content. We've been seeing thousands and thousands of people give their life to Jesus on social media. And you can help us with that. If that's in your heart to see this generation saved and lit on fire with revival, I want to ask you and encourage you to be a giver today, to be an over and above giver. Maybe sometimes you give 20, maybe sometimes you give 50, maybe sometimes you give $100. Increase that. Give more today than you've ever given before. Now that might be a big ask, but you can never go wrong. When David was an over and above giver, God blessed him tremendously. He blessed his son tremendously. So when you're an over and above giver to the advancement of God's kingdom, you're guaranteed that God's going to bless your life. In Jesus' name. So I'll give people a second to give. The different ways to give are on your screen. Cash app, dollar sign, Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can give my personal favorite on our website, revivalway.com, and you can click become a reoccurring giver, and you can give on a monthly basis. There's also going to be a link right now in the chat for you. You can click that link, and you can also give through Super Chat. Are you able to pin that comment, Cade, in the chat? Let's see if you can. We'll pin it for you. If it's pinnable, it might not be. We'll see, though. And I thank everybody that gives today. We're very appreciative of it. Every dollar helps to make a difference. If you need a money miracle in your life, of it, you can guarantee that by giving today, 
God will get involved in your finances. I've seen it time and time again. I, I have so many people that tell me they have financial testimonies. There was a woman that needed financial breakthrough in her life a couple of months ago. She sent $1,000 into the ministry. Three days later, she sent me a message and said, I sent $1,000 into your ministry. And three days later, my boss gave me a $10,000 raise. And that's just the beginning. So what God did for her, God will do for you. You get involved today with your giving and watch what God will do with your finances. Everybody loves Cade, praise God. I'll give you a second to give and then I'm going to pray for you. Praise the Lord. Stick around for this prayer and the announcement at the end. Hold your device or whatever you're giving on in your hand. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I bless every person that gives today. Thank you that it is you that gives us the power to generate wealth. We honor you with our giving today. We are over and above givers. Therefore, we declare we will never be broke another day in our lives. Thank you that even the ravens are bringing provision to us now. As we worship you with our giving, I touch an agreement with every person that sows financial seed today. Angels cause the word to work and cause the money to come. Devil, take your hands off of our financial harvest in Jesus' mighty name. We call it done and we thank you for it, Lord. And everybody said, amen. Thank you, everyone, for your giving. Very quickly, I want to play a quick video for you about three days of glory. We have, and I want you to get, uh, Pastor's going to be going live here in a second. I want you to get the live stream link for him. And we're going to put it in the comments so people can go right after this. Very quickly, we want to show you this video. We have an event call coming up, the three days of glory. Come sit under the word of God with my pastor, Pastor Stan Pody at Faith Church Ruston. If you want to experience the power of God on display in your life, you want to experience the supernatural power of God, you got to come Labor Day weekend. I believe it's in two weeks. Friday, September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Labor Day weekend. For these three days of glory. Really quickly, we're going to play a video for you right now. And then I'm going to bless you. And then I want you to go join my pastor on his live stream in a second. But here's the video running right now. Hello, I'm Stan Pody, and I'd like to invite you to an exciting weekend coming up at Faith Church in Ruston. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Labor Day weekend, we are having three days of glory. We're going to have a power-packed weekend full of the word, full of the power of God and full of the joy of the Lord. And on Sunday morning, we'll have a very special guest. My pastor, Pastor Mark Hankins, will be with us for Sunday morning on the 4th. That's Friday night, Saturday night. We'll have a powerful time and then Sunday morning with Pastor Mark Hankins. So plan to join us this Labor Day weekend for three days of glory. I hope to see you there. Well, he said it the best, everybody. If you're not registered already, get registered. There's the link in the chat right now for you. You can click that link. Registration is totally free. We just want your information so that we can send you accommodations, what restaurants, what hotels, every place that you need to uh, stay at or whatever to make sure that you're chilling. My pastor is getting ready to go live here in one second. And as soon as he go li goes live, we're going to make sure to put the link in the comments for you. And uh, you can make sure to jump from this live stream over to his live stream. Today, he's teaching on the seven secrets of faith. I'm telling you, 
My pastor is a whole man of God. He will teach you how to activate your faith, how to work in faith, and it'll change your life. So we're going to put the link to his YouTube channel right now in the comments for you. And uh, I'm going to jump off, but you can go jump on his live stream. He's getting ready to go live any second here. I love you, and I thank God for you. And I have a fun fact for you. I believe we're going to have my testimony video ready for you tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. And uh, you're not going to want to miss that. I've never launched my official testimony video on YouTube before, but you're going to want to you're going to want to join for that one. I'll tell you what. So it'll be premiering tomorrow morning, 1130 a.m. Make sure that when we post the premiere, you get notified for it and you go watch it and you share it with somebody because many people wouldn't know this about me, but I have a crazy testimony. God has done miracles in my life and I thank God for it. what he did for me. He'll do for you. I love you. I will see you next week. Monday, Sunday morning, technically, if you jump on for our Sunday morning live stream. Go subscribe to my pastor's channel, Stan Pody, and I'll see you next week. Adios, everyone. Hello, I'm Stan Pody, and I'd like to invite you to an exciting weekend coming up at Faith Church in Ruston. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Labor Day weekend, we are having three days of glory. We're going to have a power-packed weekend full of the Word, full of the power of God and full of the joy of the Lord. And on Sunday morning, we'll have a very special guest. My pastor, Pastor Mark Hankins, will be with us for Sunday morning on the 4th. That's Friday night, Saturday night. We'll have a powerful time and then Sunday morning with Pastor Mark Hankins. So plan to join us this Labor Day weekend for three days of glory. I hope to see you there.